the more I learned about my codependence, the more I came to see that much of my helping behavior was geared towards getting other people's approval. In other words, people pleasing. I just heard that it's fine to seek other people's approval, but only if you have your own approval first. That's the thing about people pleasing. We end up completely ignoring what we think about ourselves. And we sometimes even compromise our own values with our people-pleasing ways. Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery, where I help people heal their emotional, psychological, and spiritual wounds and make deep, lasting changes in their lives. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting, I'm a boundaries coach who specializes in helping women who are focused on what others are thinking and doing and neglect themselves in the process. And I have coached hundreds of people on how to build healthy boundaries using my exclusive build framework. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any particular 12-step fellowship. I also don't believe that 12-step recovery is the only way to recover. You might need additional help. I'm an avid beachcomber who collects sea glass, shells, wood, and stones. I am a formerly closeted fan of the Hallmark Channel, especially the Christmas movies. Hello, Christmas in July. I wear fingerless gloves from September to June because my hands are always cold, so I have about 15 pairs. And I get a huge kick out of counting how many days, weeks, and months there are until my birthday or Christmas at completely random times of the year. My hope is that you'll find my words concretely helpful in improving your life, whether you're in recovery or not. If you like what you've heard on this episode, please screenshot it and share it on your social media and tag me at Higher Power Coaching. This is episode 225, Five Traits of People Pleasers and How They Can Turn into Resentment. I had no idea that I was a people pleaser. I just thought I was nice. I remember when I first got into recovery and I heard the term, I could think of other people that I knew were absolute people pleasers, but it never occurred to me that I was a people pleaser. The more I learned about my codependence, the more I came to see that much of my helping behavior was geared towards getting other people's approval. In other words, people pleasing. I just heard that it's fine to seek other people's approval, but only if you have your own approval first. I heard that recently and I just love it. That's the thing about people-pleasing. We end up completely ignoring what we think about ourselves. And we sometimes even compromise our own values with our people-pleasing ways. For example, I truly believed I was an honest person when I got into recovery. But when I really looked at my people-pleasing ways, among others, one of the hallmarks of it was my dishonesty. I was often dishonest by omission, which I justified as not lying when I didn't tell people the truth about what I really thought or felt. But I also outright lied and said I liked things that I didn't or things were okay with me that weren't. So we put what others think 
ahead of what we think. On top of that, when we're people pleasers, we also typically put what others need first and neglect ourselves in the process. We continually feel the need to give, 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 give. And that's just not sustainable and often leads to resentment. I'm going to list five traits that tend to be common among people pleasers. So the first one is that what others think of you is what really matters to you. You base your self-worth on what other people think of you, and you don't even pay attention to what you're thinking of yourself. The second one is that when you see people in conflict, especially people that you care about, but sometimes maybe even strangers, that triggers something in you where you feel like it's your job to fix the situation. The third is that you don't even wait for people to ask for your help. You just jump in and help. I call that foisting your help on other people. And sometimes those people don't even want help, but you jump in anyway. And if something gets messed up in the process because you stuck your nose in where it wasn't wanted, you probably find yourself saying, I was just trying to help. This is why getting people's consent when you help them is so important. The fourth thing is that you don't tell people what's really on your mind because you don't want to rock the boat or you want to keep the peace. You don't share what you really think and feel about certain things. And maybe you agree to do things you don't really want to do. And the fifth one is that you're typically fucking exhausted by doing all these things that you feel compelled. You feel compelled to help people. And it's because of this deep desire to get other people's approval so you can have a sense of self-worth. And that compulsion is a continual drain on your energy. Now, of course, we want to be kind and good to other people. I thought I was nice when I was in my people-pleasing ways. Well, it's not nice to say yes to things you don't want to do or no to things you really want to do. It's not nice when you don't tell the truth about what you really think with people that you care about. It's not nice to get filled with resentment and annoyance at others when you're the one who's foisting your help on them or because you feel obligated to put others before yourself. It's not nice to beat the shit out of yourself when you just can't say no. All of these things can lead to resentment, and being resentful is a really good clue for you to determine. Have I gone too far with my people-pleasing ways? Have I not allowed people to help me? Do I somehow feel less than others if I'm not able to contribute to a situation? Do I feel like I'm weak when other people offer to give me help or when I even think about asking for help? These are clues that you might be a people pleaser. Now that we've got that covered, here are two things that are really helpful for you to start backing away from your people pleasing ways. The first is keeping the focus on yourself rather than on other people. I cannot stress enough the importance of keeping the focus on yourself, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're doing. When these three things are in alignment, that's good. 
if what you're thinking, feeling, and doing are out of alignment, that's not good. When I was thinking and feeling resentment of other people, yet I continued to help them even though it wasn't what I really wanted to do, I didn't pay attention to those clues, to my lack of alignment between what I was thinking, saying, and doing. So keep the focus on yourself, which also means asking yourself, what do I want here? Do I really want to do this thing? Am I choosing to do this helping behavior? Or am I doing it because I feel a compulsion to do it? If you feel like it's a compulsion, you might need to get help to get over the compulsion. It could be boundaries coaching with me, It could be a 12-step recovery program like CODA, Al-Anon, or ACA. It could be from a therapist or some other kind of support group. But you may need help if you have a compulsion to help other people. I've got other episodes about keeping the focus on yourself. I'll put links in the show notes to those. And the second thing you can do to back away from your people-pleasing ways is to take really good care of yourself. We have this myth in our society that it is somehow selfish to take care of yourself, to engage in self-care. It is not fucking selfish to take care of yourself and to put yourself first. It's actually self-preservation. It's selfless. As you may know, I was a volunteeraholic before recovery, but when I got into recovery, I was like, look, I'm quitting all this volunteering and I... I'm going to volunteer for Barb. And that's what I did initially. And then I learned in recovery how to give service from a place of love and abundance. And now I give more service in terms of hours per week than I ever did when I was a volunteeraholic. So I'm here to tell you that learning how to take care of yourself does not mean you're going to turn into a selfish person. In fact, if you're worried about turning into a selfish person, I can pretty much guarantee that you're not going to turn into a selfish person. I will also say that when you take care of yourself by doing things like resting, relaxing, and being joyful, things that give you energy, you'll be filling your cup. And hopefully, you'll fill your cup so that it's overflowing. And that means when you give to other people, you're pouring from the overflow, not from your cup, which means that cup will not be depleted. That is why self-care is so important. What we want to do as people pleasers is shift the balance so that we are doing less things that absolutely fucking drain us, like when we give, 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 give when we neglect our self-care, when we focus on other people, and we want to do more things that give us energy. Now, that is different for everybody. The things that give me energy might not give you energy. That being said, here are some things I do that give me energy. And the first two are things that I'm giving, but I still get energy. One is coaching and the other is public speaking. I end up being super energized from those activities but I cannot do them to the exclusion of other things that give me energy. I also get energy from exercising, from meditation, from all the many ways in which I make conscious contact with my higher power. I get energy 
when I play games and have fun with other people, you have to figure out your own constellation of things that give you energy. All right, so remember the two things you can do to start backing away from your people-pleasing behavior are keeping the focus on yourself and taking good care of yourself. Now, there are other things you can do too, but this is a good start. You want to practice consistent self-care. It is not selfish. It's self-preservation and selfless. If you're ready to finally have an enjoyable, relaxing summer doing things you really want to do, instead of always following other people's agendas, I have some openings for private clients right now. If you are really tired of saying yes to things you really don't want to do and being overly accommodating to others, this is for you. It's time to start accommodating yourself. Maybe you're dissatisfied with your relationships and overwhelmed with all kinds of difficult feelings because of your interactions with others. If you'd like to get your life in order before the summer hits, go to barbchat.net and sign up for a free 30-minute call with me about my private coaching so we can get started right away. That way, you'll be done by summer. This is for people who are finally ready to make deep, lasting changes in their relationship patterns, including their relationships with themselves, their partners, family, friends, and colleagues. Go to barbchat.net. If you like this podcast, and I'm guessing you did or you wouldn't still be listening, then you're going to love the other things I have to offer. If you'd love pre-release podcast scripts and episodes before anyone else gets them, or if you'd love access to content from my private vault that I developed exclusively for my private clients, which is like having a work session with me without me actually being there, go to patreon.com slash higher power coaching. There are three tiers ranging from as low as $4 up to $24 a month. You'll also love my weekly newsletter, Friday Fragments, which has content very similar to the podcast. You can check it out at fridayfragments.news. That's fridayfragments.news. Please like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd also love it if you'd leave a review, which you can do either in the show notes or on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find my podcast so they can get the benefits you've gotten from listening. If someone came to mind when you listen to this particular episode, please share it with them. And my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram. I'm at Higher Power Coaching. Please DM me there. I'd love to hear what you got from this episode. I run group and private coaching programs on building healthy boundaries. Whether you need help with boundaries in your personal, professional, or romantic life, I can help. Head on over to barbchat.net where you can hop onto my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, I would love to work with you. My goal with all my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening.